0: And welcome to Tomorrow's Headlines Today. I'm your host Robin Cunningham with Fireside Grace Ministries. It's very good to see you. Very happy to be here. This is the only time that I have available today to do anything because today's my anniversary. Four whole years. Before we get into anything else, like and subscribe to our channel right now. Hit that little bell right there and make sure that you're getting notifications or else you won't get notifications. And That's basically it right there, okay? So get your notifications, get subscribed. All right. If the Lord has blessed you in some way through this ministry and you feel led to sow into this ministry and help us to keep spreading the news, spreading the good word, uh, taking care of single moms and children and single dads and uh, meeting the needs of people in the church and the body of Christ, then please consider sewing into us at firesidegrace.com backslash partner with us or you can find us on paypal as reformers church or we even have a venmo which it would be brandy cloniger c-l-o-n-i-n-g-e-r on venmo okay and that's all right in the description we also take um if you want to send a check if that's what you want to do we also have a po box which is right in the introduction so there's that okay so we got those main things out of the way currently for life coaching i am booked up until september and these things are are going pretty fast we will not be taking anything in october so if you want to get in the books um, to do life coaching it is on the shop page i think it's the very first thing that pops up and that is uh shop firesidegrace.com backslash shop okay that's all i have to say about that Um, It's my anniversary. Let me tell you a little bit of the testimony of my anniversary. I won't tell you the whole story because we did that once and it took three hours. So I'll just tell you the abridged version and maybe we'll consider doing a new one. But we have our full testimony somewhere in the annals of our YouTube channel from like 2019. I think we should actually might have done that on Facebook. I'm not sure, but yeah, I think we did it on Facebook. So go to Facebook.com backslash Fireside Grace and just go through our videos. You'll find it. Okay, so how I met Brandy. First of all, I met Brandy first and foremost in 2013 in a dream that I had before I even knew she existed. I didn't know where she was from. I had no intentions of uh, when I woke up of meeting her. I didn't know like I wasn't going to look her up or anything. I didn't know she lived in Oklahoma. But I had a dream that in 2013, that I was walked into this nice house in this nice place and I walk in and there's a house with a, a fireplace that's for sale and I see her sitting in a chair and she's just rocking in a chair and I walk up to her and I said, you're not gonna believe this but God told me you were gonna be my wife. And that she was 25, the color of her hair, um, her first name the situation with her family—that she was adopted, but not because she was, uh, um, not because she was uh, rejected by her family or physically adopted, but spiritually adopted, and all this other stuff—and uh, basically—and and I wrote all that down. She goes, "Very good." And I walk to the other side of the house to the fireplace, and her father comes out wearing a white robe. <laughs> her father, right? It's God, and he hands me an envelope and says, "This is a gift for you, Caesar." It says CSR. Which I think just meant seize her, as in take this opportunity. This is your, this is your gift from God to you. Um, I had another dream that her name was uh, uh, in that dream. Her name was Carmen, right? So then I had another dream in April of 2017, and again, this is before I met her, knew she, she existed or anything. And her name was Carol this time, and she was pregnant and. Uh, we're walking, and an angel walks up and points to her belly and says, we will name this one Grace Cunningham. And I was like, oh, okay, I guess I'm going to have a wife named Grace. I don't know why they keep changing the name. So we thought, chances are she's going to be a worshiper or something like that, and that there's been grace given to us by God for this. Um, (laughs) The funny thing is it was a dark dream, but dark dreams don't always mean it came from the enemy. It can mean that in a dark time, in a dark season, that something is happening. Um, and when we got married, it was a little bit of a dark season for us, um, be- spiritually, because uh, we weren't accepted very quickly. Um, so, you know, family doesn't have a choice. They have to accept you. But, you know, the church in, in that she went to was not as loving. Um, and that's all I'll say about that. But we got married 13 days after we met. So I'm in Oklahoma doing a uh, conference with Caleb Brundage and... Some other people and I see her there she comes up sits next to me on the um in a chair next to me I'm up on stage worshiping playing guitar and I put it down decide I'm gonna play drums right because it was that kind of atmosphere and I do that kind of stuff I just pick up instruments and learn how to play them like I just learned how to play one two days ago um fresh out of the box just learned how to play it it is what it is uh (laughs) when she asked me if she can play my guitar and I look at her and I'm like who do you think you are asking me to play my guitar? I'm like, this isn't just a guitar that somebody left up here on stage. This is my guitar. This is Rosita. So I look at her and I'm like, okay, but you be nice to it because it's my guitar. And she's like, I will be. And so then I'm like, I look again, and I'm like, oh, she's the one. <laughs> so I'm negotiating with God. I'm like, God, let me get her phone number. Let me get her email. No, just let me get her on her Facebook, and I'll just send her a message on Messenger. I don't need either of those things, right? And I kept going back and forth, and God goes, what do you want? And I said, God, to be honest, to be truthful, I just want her phone number and to go on a date with this girl. (laughs) And so, I go up to her, and I hand her a worship flag, and I say, dance with me, you know? Who I'm like, come on, let's dance, you know? (laughs) It's the redeemed version of going to a bar and asking someone to dance with you, right? And so afterwards, I'm sitting down there in the the church and I sit down next to her because she's she's just sitting there. I'm like, look, I'm not, I know this is the one. I'm not going to miss this opportunity. And so I go sit down and I say, you know, your middle name wouldn't be like Carmen or Carol or something like that, right? Because we'd already established that I'm Robin and Brandy. She looks at me with this okay Creeper look, right? (laughs) And she's like, no, why? And so in my head, I'm processing Do I tell her that God said she's going to be my wife, and those are the two names that he gave me for her as confirmation? Or do I not say anything, get to know her, and then tell her later so I don't scare her off? I went, you know what? Forget about it. (laughs) I'm going to be leaving Oklahoma on the next day, and I'm never going to see her again. So if she thinks I'm crazy and rejects me, who cares? Oh, well, move on. (laughs) You know? Um... So she goes, well, Carmen is my mother's name and Carol is my aunt's name. And I'm like, ha, <laughs> ha, ha, <laughs> But she looks at me and she goes, why did you ask? And I'm like, because God told me that it, you were going to be my wife. <laughs> and that was in 2013 before I even met her. And then in 2017, right? And so she goes, well, is your middle name Joseph by any chance? And I'm like, well, as a matter of fact... My middle name is Joseph, do you want to see? She goes, yes I do. Because she doesn't just take, you know, she's not just gonna take that for granted and be like, uh-huh. And so I show her my license. and she's like, whoa. <laughs> and she just looked a little bit shocked for a second. She explains to me that God told her that she would always have a Joseph in her life. Her previous, um, in her previous relationship, her husband's middle name was Joseph, my middle name's Joseph, her angel's name is Joseph. Um, We're having a son named Joseph Wayne, um, which I just thought about. And I was like, we should have named him John Wayne. What was I thinking? (laughs) And she's like, we're not going to name him John Wayne. And I'm like, "Hmm." (laughs) So anyway, we decided to go on our first date. And uh, we have a conversation in the car. And she's like, you must be pretty trusting to just get in a car with a stranger and let them drive you somewhere. And I'm like, I said... Yeah, you know, I feel like Holy Spirit would tell me if you're a weirdo and I, I shouldn't trust you, but he didn't. And also, I have a knife. <laughs> and she just looks at me and goes, well, I have a taser. And I was like, okay. <laughs> that was basic. It wasn't our first conversation, but that was our first conversation. We, so we went to Louie's, um, and I want to say, like, more or something like that. And we go in, and the regular dining area is closed, so we have to go sit at a bar. And I'm like, whatever. So we're sitting there, I'm eating my pizza. And <laughs> this girl comes up and she's drunk and she just recognizes Brandy from school. And she's talking to her and Brandy's thinking in her head, man, I don't wanna, you know, I'm on a date. How do, I, How is this gonna go down? How is he gonna, what's gonna happen here? You know, are we gonna get to minister to her? And I look at this girl and i like, can I tell you what God's telling me about you right now? And she's like, yeah. And then we start to prophesy over this girl in a bar and we start prophesying to people in the bar. And they're sitting there, they're drunk, and they're drinking cigarettes, but God put us there. You know, at that point, she's like, oh, okay. So I tell Brandy, I'm like, I'm not looking to date. Um, I'm looking for a wife. I don't have sex before marriage. I don't watch porn. I don't uh, diddle myself or anything like that. I couldn't think of a better word to say. Um, And I don't believe in doing anything before marriage. It's, and I want to have like 10 kids. She's like, well, I want to have like five kids. And I was like, well, let's meet in the middle seven (laughs) we might not have seven kids but uh biologically but we will definitely adopt kids for sure and um so anyway the next day i i pray and i say lord i'm not leaving oklahoma until i marry this woman i didn't know how long it was going to be i didn't know if i was going to have to get a job and live in an apartment but i was like i'm not going anywhere until she's my wife Well, we were traveling in an RV, me and the people I was ministering with, and that RV broke down and we were stuck there for a month in that RV. Well, (laughs) he's like, and then my friend, I I told her and her husband, and uh, they're like, oh, thanks. This is like the worst time of their life. You know, they went through all kinds of things. And here I am (laughs) saying I'm not leaving until I marry this woman. So we're stuck there for a while. That was pretty... um, pretty intense, you know, pretty awesome. Well, long story short, you know, we go through confirmation after confirmation. God tells me to stop asking for signs through a dream that I had. And we end up getting married on Friday, August 18th, 13 days after we met. A little bit of a, a storm following afterwards, you know, with the church family and so forth. But that's the general gist of our marriage testimony. We've been through things that people could not, uh, probably would not withstand in their marriage in the first two to three years of their marriage. You know, um, God told us to move into an RV. We had to be obedient. We did it. We lost our house. Um, we had to move across the country. We at one point both lost our jobs and had to completely rely on God. We went 18 weeks without a paycheck and had to rely on God to pay our bills. And he did so. And so, you know, we've been through the thick of it. We've been through some very hard things that a lot of people would not withstand because finances is usually a pretty big thing for um, new couples, right? And so we did the best that we could. And now we're in this place and our season of, I guess, of promotion at this point. And when we say to you that you have to trust God, you have to believe God, you have to have faith, I know that that's an easy thing to say, or it sounds easy. It's not easy when you're going through the thick of it We understand that, we get it. We went 18 weeks without any paycheck. Do you understand that? That's like four months with no paycheck. Neither of us had a job, but God told us to travel and do things and he provided. So when we tell you you've got to trust God in this season and this time of your life, we're not just saying it because it's what the Bible tells us to do. We're telling you from personal experience, he will do this for you. They call it pro-vision because he gives you a vision and provides or goes with. Pro means to come alongside or to go with. He gives you or comes alongside of you and provides for your vision. And he will do this for you. So if you're facing the challenges of not receiving um, the vax, the jab, the stick, whatever you want to call it. If you're facing a challenge of if I don't get this mandatory stick, then I'm going to lose my job, or I'm going to lose my health care, my insurance, or whatever. All I can tell you is, from the depths of my heart, you need to trust God. It's not easy. We've been through the ringer. We've been through the times where where we've had to trust God and believe. Then it's been to the point where you just want to yell at God. You know, we've been there. We want to say, God, I'm so sick and tired of you just showing up just on time, when we're about to lose something or get our electricity cut off or something. Please, bring us to the place where we don't have to worry about this anymore. And part of the reason why we give as much as we do, why we sow into the body of Christ, why we want to meet people's needs, is not just because it's biblical and what we're supposed to do, but because there were a few people out there who helped us in this time. But for the most part, there was nobody there for us. There was no church that ever reached out to us, one church, one time, when we lost our house to a tornado. One church, one time, sowed into us. Some people sowed into us. God blessed us and took care of us. And he will do the same thing for you. He is not a respecter of persons. He does not care if you're male or female, black, white, Baptist, you know, Pentecostal, non-denominational, charismatic, evangelist, Catholic. He doesn't care about any of that. In fact, there's no denominations in heaven. Not one. Not one Catholic made it, not one Baptist made it, not one Evangelical made it, not one Charismatic made it. Because in heaven there's no denominations. I'm not saying that the people in those denominations didn't, you know, make it to heaven. I'm just saying, when you walk through that gate, those denominations, those doctrines, they fall right off at the door. And you walk in free. Okay? So trust God. Now let's get into the tomorrow's headlines today portion of this. The Lord said that evidence of the White House laundering information, assets, and money for eleven three and overseas in Afghanistan um, will be exposed as a massive leak of information by a whistleblower emerges on the scene. Their laundering is not without spot or blemish. Blood money will be that was laundered out will be accounted for because the blood cries out for justice. The blood is crying out for justice, all right? And it is going to be heard. It will be discovered that many aspects of the government on local and federal levels were involved in human trafficking in the U.S. Ties to Mexico and the CP in this trade will be exposed and revealed publicly and quickly. Okay? Um, Calls to resign for Joe Biden and impeach Joe Biden will begin even from his own cabinet and party. What was done in Afghanistan is a travesty. They are unwilling to aid the 10,000 citizens left in Afghanistan, but they will aid Afghan citizens instead. This will not go without being dealt with. This grieves the Holy Spirit, and this will be dealt with. You need to pray and intercede, all right? Now, what I saw was that Russia would start to get involved, and America is going to eventually stand in and do something. But I don't believe that it's going to be under Joe Biden's leadership. Okay. It will be a very Merry Christmas this year after months of amazing changes will in America will finally settle down and we move into the new year and the new season. When Trump comes back in, this is a separate prophecy, guys. When Trump comes back in, trust that everything will be Okay. Things may be unsettling. The stock market will waver because people are uncertain what is going to happen and what this means. Um, And China will no longer uh, be able to invest. Many prices will plummet. And in a desperate attempt to crash the world economy, they will pull out many of their stocks and other assets from the market. However, this will result in them losing their grip. Trump will then freeze all of their assets in America and send home anyone who's tied to the CCP. So what's going to happen is, in a desperate attempt to try and manipulate the market and say, look what he's doing, get him out of office, they're going to pull out a large majority of what they have to try and crash and manipulate the market. They've done this on purpose. They'll especially try and do this with special metals, with foreign interests, with the um, companies that are there. Uh, You know, a lot of people are going to lose their jobs In China and this may affect sales and affect the stock market but guys hang in there because they're going to rebound okay they're going to do well but it's gonna be a little shaky at first for what's coming in America it's gonna be a little shaky so be ready for that all right I'm not saying that this is it this is the collapse this is a nuclear meltdown this is the reset none of that you're going to have to trust God that he is going to take care of this. Now, I don't often say this. I never say specifically, this month is gonna be amazing. This month is gonna be great. I believe that before the end of August, some amazing things are gonna happen. But I also believe that September is going to be a month to remember. Um, A shocking month is what I felt like the Lord said. Um, He said that there will be many demonstrations and protests that are coming. Uh, He said, SCOTUS justices will begin to speak about the election, uh, both good and bad. And this will be a sign that the flip is coming soon. It's going to show you, hey, they're thinking about this. They're considering this. It's on their minds. It's on their heart. And it's going to go. And I believe that it's going to come before Amy Coney Barrett and that she's going to be the main one that hears it and says, let's do this. And I feel like she has a very large part in this that she might even render the verdict, because both dreams that I had that showed me that this was gonna end because of the um, Supreme Court, because of a Supreme Court case. Um, Amy Coney Barrett was the one that delivered the verdict and the message, so I believe she'll have a big part in this. All right, the court case or pillow case that will not be slated for months or years from now, but because it will be considered a national emergency, it will be heard ASAP before this year ends. And honestly, I believe before the fall ends. The pillow man's case, though let's just call it the pillow case, is being drawn up, evidence reviewed, and will be docketed very soon. Well, that's interesting, because I don't know really anything about the law, but I know that when a case is docketed, then it's been submitted, it's been received, and it gets a docket number. I'm not exactly sure what that means, but it has something to do with the fact that it's going to be seen or heard by the Supreme Court. the Lord said this, listen to this. Okay, this is interesting. He said, The game is afoot. The punter has left the building. The game will be called after careful review. A Hail Mary has been thrown up and, and has been reviewed by God. A verdict has been render, rendered. Interception by 45 will change the, the momentum of the game, will change the game. The ball will be put back in his hands. Game over. Sounds an awful lot like the last Super Bowl we went through, right? With the the Hail Mary and 45 intercepting it in the end zone, and the Tampa Bay from Florida winning. Um, I do feel like that was actually very prophetic. I did a whole thing about it. Um, I wasn't sure because I, <laughs> when you try to do something from the flesh, you know, it shows uh, your your fleshliness can get involved in it. So I I wasn't prophesying in the video, and I made it a point to say this isn't a prophecy. Um, But I did prophesy in part of the video and say an interception will be made which will change the momentum of the game. Um, (laughs) That was interesting. But the rest of it, I just took the opportunity to um, teach dream interpretation of what the signs and symbols were. And if you go back and look at the signs and symbols of, like, we did this, it's called uh, Politics, Prophecy, and Football or something like that. If you go back and look, and I didn't realize this at the time, I'm just realizing it now. But if you go back and look at the Super Bowl, no matter how you interpret it, it turns out that there is a win for America. Okay, so the Chiefs, they win, you know? Um, Patrick means noble or from the father. Mahone, I forget what it meant, but his number 15 is the name Yahweh in Hebrew. It's Yod-Heh for 15. Um, the, the Buccaneers were from Florida Tom Brady is a patriot and an American. Uh, He's a Trump supporter. You know, 45 picked it off in the end zone. And no matter how you interpret it, there was going to be, there was and is going to be a win. It was a spiritual battle, spiritual struggle. Even in the the Super Bowl um, halftime show, you know, where they, they're like marching through the streets, basically wearing masks and and everybody's under control, marching like Nazis or whatever, you know, and this is showing this is what's going on in the process, in the middle, in the halfway marker, and now change is coming. Change is coming. Please just hold in there until November, and if you really, 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 really are feeling strong, hold in there until uh Looks like I'm wearing lipstick, but it's because I was playing saxophone and I think I get a callus on my lip. I don't know. (laughs) But anyway, hold in there. December, Christmas, it's going to be, this is going to be a year to remember, guys. And it's almost over. That's all I have for you today. Remember, like and subscribe to our YouTube channel right here. You can support us at firesidegrace.com backslash partner with us. And that is it. I love you guys. Be blessed. Thank you for the happy anniversaries and for your testimonies and whatever else that you have to share. Love you guys. Be blessed. And I look forward to talking to you tomorrow. Until then, bye.